Welcome to Asking My Mice. Love you and I, cause I love you so much. Oh, 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 I just love you. I just like help, help. I just like help. I just like you too. I just like you. I, 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 I just love you. Happy New Year! I love you. Say goodbye. Just going to school, and that's okay. Yum 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 yum. I just love you. Welcome to Tuesday Show. Road mapping your life. And we're gonna talk about to struggle. I'm having a dumb moment. Go ahead, Heather. I'm sorry. Hi, everyone, and welcome to your life roadmap. I'm Heather Mahoney, and as usual, this is about you and asking you the question, do you feel like in a traffic jam and you're stuck at a standstill, unsure where to go and how to get there? Well, if you are, then the roadmap will point you in the right direction and take you to take you to the life that you love and want. We're going to explore different topics every week from aligning your three voices, self-acceptance, self-care, joy and fulfillment, and the confidence to design and live the life you want. Today, we're going to talk about resilience, and we have a very special guest today, Sandra Lawrence is going to tell us how she navigates the road of resilience. And at the end, she's going to provide three tips on how she navigated her resilience and became resilient. Sandra, are you there? I believe I am, yes. Hi, welcome to Your Life Roadmap. And with my driving partner in the car today, is Henley, and Henley oh, is my hello, little friend. Say hello, Henley. Well, oh. Henley now doesn't want to speak anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but you know, when you go on a road, you always have someone with you, or you know, you always need that person in the driver's seat giving you directions. And for me, Henry is my driving partner. He comes with just about every single where I go. And he's a good partner, except that many of the times he doesn't listen, and I have to make extra stops just to make sure that he's okay. So, Sandra, welcome to your life roadmap. We're going to talk about resilience today. Are you ready? I hope so. You know, we all are more resilient than we think we are. And each of us, at one point or another, no matter how good our life is, we've had some setbacks, had to deal with some pressure and major crises and failures. And so today we're going to explore that, maybe get some tips of how Sandra navigated herself to help us along the way. So Sandra... Tell me how and tell us, how do you deal with your setbacks? Uh, look at it from um, different angles. Question, um, 
the choices we made or did not make and come to a a point of either acceptance or rejection. Got it. So when you say you look at it from different angles, can you give me an example of that? Well, you ask yourself the who, why, where, and when. And if you can answer, you know, most of those questions, then I think you have the answer to whether it passed or failed. Okay. And and you also talked about you accept the solution. Out, yeah, the outcome. Done is done. And so if it so wasn't... So you either move forward from, you know, your choices, or you choose to nourish them. So it, it comes down to a choice. What do you mean by nurse them? Well, if you're making the if you're making the same choices, I believe that's nursing the the choice. You ask how do you be resilient? I think resiliency to me means the next step. How do you move forward? That to me is resilient. All right, so um, so the next step is for you is being resilient. So, you know, how do you cope with extra pressure or additional pressure or any of that that will allow you to either move to the next step or stand still where you are? Yeah, that's a tough one because <laughs> that's, that's kind of um, you have to ask yourself some very rigid questions, like I said, you know. And but I, the question you ask yourself. Well, how do you move forward? So it, it, it's what do you envision forward looks like? So get so you. I, so if I could ask, be a little bit more specific for us to help us look at a situation in our life. It's personal. It's, it's different for everyone. Everyone has different questions as to what motivates them, what makes them wake up and be thankful, be joyful, be happy, be sad. These are all emotions that, you know, makes us, I think, who we are, moves us forward. Yes, we deal with sadness. We deal with, you know, it's all part of life, part of the gift. And so, you know, so, so describe an instance where you failed and that resiliency kicked in. Ah. ah, okay. This is a tough one. They get uh, tougher as so long. Yeah. Um, how do you handle uh, to deal with something 
out of your control, but is in your control. A loved one that for some some unknown factor was out of your control, but might be, you know, how do you deal with, with loss? Mm. Yeah. It's a tough one. It is tough, but here's some um, pillars of resiliency that you might incorporate in those tough situations that Sandra is talking about. So look at your energy level. You know, always make sure that your energy is at full capacity. And since, you know, for me on on a journey driving down the road, you always want to make sure as much as possible that your gas tank is full because if it's not, you're going to run out of steam pretty quickly or fuel and your car will just come to a complete stop. So if you don't have fuel in your body, it's going to come to a complete stop itself. You know, so you're, so you're saying I should also take care of me as well. Make sure I can, I can check in and make sure I'm well in order to help others. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Because you know we've all flown in an airplane, or at least most of us have. And the first thing they do after you seated before the plane takes off is the flight attendant tells you to put on your. Um, you know, in case of emergency, put your mask on because you can't take care of your, the person you love most in the world you take care of yourself. I agree. You know? Yeah. So, and then the next thing we're going to look at is our future focus. You know, how do we focus? I have a thing that I use personally called intention, attention, no tension. And I'll repeat, intention, attention, no attention. And that is simply is, simply means intention is what we want to happen. Consciously or unconsciously is what we want to happen. Amen. It, the attention is the energy or the action we put forth to make that happen. And the no tension is after you've done everything possible that you can do, let go. Don't be attached to the result because the result is going to happen whether you take action or you don't. It's going to happen. It's like time clicking on a clock. Every second is ticking. Whether you stop it or not, that clock is going to tick. The sun will rise tomorrow. Exactly. It rises in the east and sets in the west. And if you're dyslexic, it may rise in the west and sets in the east. Okay. But, but it, uh, uh, the beauty of it is, it's where, regardless of where you are on the planet, it still rises in the east and sets in the west. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's constant. <laughs> and then, you know, the third pillar in resiliency is your inner drive. You know, what is your heart? Remember, I always talk about the heart. 
what is your heart telling you? Because the heart only knows what's right and what feels good. So listen to that in your resiliency. Flexibility. Uh, the, 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 place, the place of, of, of stillness. When you quit resisting one way or the other, <laughs> that exactly. is the heart. That is the heart. Right. And the the fourth step in this resiliency pillar is um flexible thinking. You know, open mm. mind. No. You know, we can't Ooh. come to any decision or any actions or results um with a closed mind. But if we're open, we're able to do so. Mm-hmm. And last is always, always have strong relationships. Strong relationships with yourself, strong relationship with your partner, strong relationship with your family, your colleagues, your friends, your church, wherever, your work colleagues. You need strong relationships. And these are the pillars that will help you to get through any situation with resiliency. So what do you think? You have to have a support structure. I like that. You like that, huh? I I love that. I mean, as one of my uh, now, it, it sounds a little off, but if you think about it, it, it it is so true. So, if you are aware of that, to build that support structure, because the resiliency comes in with how far you're able to expand and contract, I think. That's my thought. No, that's a good thought. Um, yeah, I, I think it was Oprah Winfrey. I'm giving her credit. I may be wrong. But she said, you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. And, you know, if you look at your hand, um, whether right or left, you have five fingers. And the five of them average to the same height. Even though one is taller, one is shorter, they're pretty much the same height. What do you think about that? You know, if it's... Resiliency. Yeah, yeah. And, again, if you look at your hand, there are certain things that you can do, but you need the support, the network, oh, exactly. the relationship of the other four fingers in order to do something with the left hand. Or the right. Exactly. Or the... Exactly. You know, that, you know so... When we talk about being resilient, we're not talking about you doing it all by yourself. I, I I never advocate doing anything by yourself. There are certain things you can do. But the best way to be resilient is also to have somebody there to hold you accountable or that you can be accountable to and just to check on you to see that what you're doing is in the right mode at the right time in the right place. Amen. And you can get through any situation 
that you may need. You may need to become more resilient. You may need someone to help you with technology or someone to proofread something for you. If there is no shame in asking for help or support. Oh, absolutely none. We get there. So, yeah. um, we only have a few minutes left, but you know, can you give me an example where resiliency helped you overcome an ad? And can't say this word today. An advert. Ad- How about a challenge? Since I can't say the word today. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> right now, it involves. The the ongoing search for a lost pet. So, in order to, it's, for all the pet lovers out there, it's a little challenging to lose a pet. Um, it, it's a different um, feeling. To me, and for a pet that has end of life rather than one that has been lost on the street by an accident, it, it, it's kind of like how do a parent feel about a child that's lost, abducted, or never come home, or whatever? That kind of feeling. Not that. Uh, not comparing the loss of a child to the loss of a, a dog, but it's a loss that you cannot, that have questions. And dealing with that, you no, know, is if that's an example of resiliency. I don't know. Well, you know, you how did, it is an example of resiliency because it was a, a challenging situation that you overcame and, you know, you put some effort into it. You you know, there was some energy, there was some focus, there's an inner drive, there's flexibility, and you leaned on support in relationships. So you used all of the elements of resiliency to help you through. And when did you lose this Mm, uh, about six months ago. That's a long time. It is. And, you know, and I would guess one of the hurdles that's hard to overcome in that time is the not knowing. Exactly. That's what I mean, you know, the, the sense of closure. That's the point where either acceptance of the closure or move on. That's the part that those tough questions you asked earlier. <laughs> yeah. How does one know? Yeah. So I think it's, it's the point where you accept closure. And, and that's true. And I have a very different situation. I didn't lose a pet, but my now ex-husband came home 
one night and says, can we talk? And I'm like, okay. And the talk was that I filed for divorce and you'll be served next week. Well, at the time when he said that, I don't think I was prepared for what was to come next in my life. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those silent changes that come <laughs> that wake you to a different level. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, I would say I struggled through it to the point where I now thrive from it to not realize or recognize how resilient I was mm. to to make it through the different situations that the challenge presented, you know, and at the time when he asked for the divorce, I wasn't in the best best of health. I wasn't in the best financial health. I was not in the best career health. And I wasn't in the best emotional health. And I had all of those things that were going on inside my head. And it was like, whoa, you just added another layer to that cake. And Oh, wait a minute. I'm ready to put it in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the the one layer cake that you thought you were baking has now multiplied miraculously. You know? Exactly. And we've all had that situation down the road. You know, I can say it's like when you're driving in your vehicle, and and here's another situation I had. I was driving to a client on the, I live in Florida. I was driving on the turnpike once, going 65, 70 miles an hour in the middle lane, and the car just stopped. That will wake oh. you up. I don't think that I will... felt my race as quickly as it did in that moment, but I was fortunate enough to get to the side of the road and pull over on the shoulder and what it was I later found out that the the um, timing belt broke and um. when that everything in the car stops you can't brake you can't press the gas you can't turn the engine off everything stops think about that for a moment yeah. Being resilient. What happens in that finger and everything stops? But, you know, I'm looking at the time, and Sandra, it's been an amazing 25 minutes. And unfortunately, we have to close today's episode of Your Life Roadmap. But before I leave, I just want to give you four things that I learned from my son, from the American Academy of Pediatrics, which was the, the, the seven C models of resilience. And his pediatrician gave me these. And I remember, and I still practice them, practice them today, but, you know, um, with my confidence, competence, connection, character, contribution, coping, and most of all, control. 
Mm. Yes. And we will discuss those those attributes and um at different times because they mean different things. <laughs> to different people. So if you want to learn more about your life's roadmap, you can always visit me at roadmaptether.com or okay. at Roadmap Heather. And I will see you again here next Tuesday at 1 p.m. with your life roadmap, and we will explore your Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.